and we back and we back and we back hey y'all i'm back um so i realized that last month my last episode for the month was the father's day episode um and that was kind of a really that was a really heavy episode to leave shay saturdays on so i i'm gonna try my hardest not to do that again um in the episode i did kind of end it a little bit lighter so that was good but it's just a heavy ass topic um at least for me it was um and then not only that i recorded for shea saturdays and then i also wrote something that same night for black girl tea so your girl was like really going through it that night um for those who listened and got fully through it thank you um for those who listened and couldn't fully get through it i was um, spoke to some people who couldn't get through it totally fine as well um and then for people who just couldn't listen to it because they already know i'm a little bit of my story i get that too it's it's super hard um but it's something that i felt like i had to go and just do um i had never thought of doing a father's day episode i had never thought of writing uh anything about my dad for father's day but when It was brought to me by Nye. Nye was asking me, you know, we were talking about writing for the blog and Father's Day was coming up. So we thought we'd write something on that. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like I should. And so I did. And it was very therapeutic in a way because uh, there were things that I said and wrote about that I had never talked about with some people face to face. And mostly just because I I don't want to I don't want it to become a sob story too much uh I don't want anyone to feel really bad for me it's me it's I have this thing whatever I don't like people to kind of pity me or feel bad or you know but I'm really glad that I did it because it was amazing and I did do the episode on healing and I feel like me going back and you know, hashing a little bit of that out, flushing a little bit of that out of my brain, things that I just had sitting on me, uh, it was good. It's part of my healing process. Of course, there were things that didn't make the recording that I did. There were things that didn't make the uh, the piece that I wrote. And But it, they're in my journal. And so even just sitting and writing for myself, flushing that out and getting things on paper it just it brought me to a whole like another chapter that I need to go in it's like a hidden chapter that I'm going in and I'm kind of you know weeding through and kind of cleaning out some stuff um in my mind to become a better me so yeah how y'all been I'm I suck at doing the every other Saturday so what I'm trying to do now is make sure I have two episodes to put up per month and because that would have been which I got anyway so I want to hear it that's what I would have gotten if I did like a bi-weekly show you will either get it back to back or I, I'll still do try to record and do it every other um this month since I already missed the first weekend you guys are probably going to get one this month and then all well, this week and then the next week. I think that'll make it two for the month. That'll work out. I don't know. 
it sounds good in my head. I hope it, it makes sense um, in reality. So yeah, um, I a couple updates. So I am now part of uh, two different companies. Yeah, two different companies. Um, one is Shared Studios. And I'm working as a curator now. I'm doing events. I'm, you know, doing the most as I've always wanted to do. It's an awesome company. If you guys have a chance, you can go check it out. Um, that's sharedstudios.com. And I'm the Stanford curator. So that's been taking up some of my time, just getting a hold of it. This is the first time that Stanford has anything with Shared Studios. So I'm the first of my title to be here. So there's a lot of uh, stuff that I have to get going, which is super exciting. It's keeping me busy. It's keeping me happy. And then I'm also writing now for Black Girl Tea. And you guys can find my Father's Day piece up there. You can find stuff from the other creatives, um, Naya Marquise. If you're not following us on Instagram or have never heard, then go check it out. It's underscore Black Girl Tea. Amazing shit up there. Go check it out. Uh, what else is happening in my life? That's pretty much it. I currently am gearing up to move back to New York. I did mention this before. Mm, I don't remember what episode I mentioned it in. I really, yeah, I don't. But I'm moving back. I'm very happy. And I know that this is going to mean a lot of like. I just foresee a lot of mix happening, but like for the best, you know, like I feel like I'm going to be living my best life coming back home to New York. Everyone's already been so welcoming and so um, supportive and happy that I'm moving back. So that makes everything amazing. So, yeah, moving back is maybe it's probably like a month now. I'm going to move back in about a month. So it's really awesome. Uh, so let's get to today's episode. So I wanted to talk about defeat and I mentioned this on my Snapchat because I was experiencing a lot of defeat and I was fucking over it. It was just so like, it was a lot. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just have, let me find a moment to talk about it. And this was something I didn't want to talk about as I was feeling I kind of wanted to keep track of my feelings by writing it down and then come back and kind of read what I have and then talk about defeat in retrospect because if I were to record that episode well record this episode at the time that I was feeling all of that defeat and anger and anguish and sadness and all of that it just would not have it would have been super raw and that's what I want for Shea Saturdays but it would not have come it would not sound like me I guess because I don't often feel defeat but when it hits it hits me really hard and unfortunately for some reason whenever I do feel it in one spot it I feel it everywhere like everywhere so I was feeling that June was really rough um not just because of the Father's Day thing I had also lost my job the really cool job that I loved so much um the company closed 
So I had lost my job. It had made me feel as though I had failed. I remember telling Quavo, I was talking to Quavo about this and I was like, I failed. And I don't know why I was feeling that so hard, but I just felt like a failure when I heard that the company was closing. Granted, this is not my company. This is, you know, like none of this is mine. I just, I simply work for them and, you know, they pay me for the work that I do. But I somehow felt that I had failed. And so it was the feeling of failure. It was the feeling of being angry that I no longer had a job. Um, Well, one of my jobs, because I'm always working two jobs. Uh, It was that feeling of anger toward my boss who had not given us um, a sufficient amount of time to go and find a way to continue to support ourselves. Some of the people in that company were only working at that company. uh, So it was kind of fucked up because we technically only got like a 10-day notice. Basically, if you don't work on the weekend, you only got a week's notice, you know? So it was like, it was a lot. And that's what I was feeling at the beginning of June. And then it just all kind of spiraled from there. Um, problems in, you know, with family and trying to understand certain dynamics and understanding when and where I need to say shit. Um, and just feeling defeat in that, like not, not feeling like I had a place, um, within my own family to speak and to share my thoughts and to, um, just be, you know, and then after that there was also defeat in okay so since there was defeat in my job there was also defeat in finances I felt defeated in my finances because I had been saving up and gearing up and you know getting ready to move back to New York and you know make my move very swift I wanted to sit back and relax for um six months that was my that was my goal to just move back to New York and just enjoy being back home after two years, you know, and enjoy being back in New York City or, you know, just that that area for, you know, in the past six years, because I haven't lived um, in New York City or like in my hometown of Mount Vernon for six years. So I don't count those summers that I interned. Um they were in full years, you know, it was like a couple months out of the year. So I wanted to just enjoy my time being back home, catch up with as many people as I could catch up with. Like, I feel like I've missed so much since I haven't moved back home, you know? So after college, I didn't move back home. So I just wanted that. And I felt like that was taken away from me um, when my finances, you know, were chopped, like a chunk of my income was chopped. And I felt defeated by that, of course. I'm like, now, you know, like, I just felt like I would have to do the most when I came back. And I just was not interested. And trust me, it's not because I'm not trying to work. And it's not because I'm not trying to be out here hustling. And do, I just am tired of doing that. And so I wanted to set myself up so that I could have some time to myself and have some time to 
you know, rekindle some friendships and rekindle my family um, relationships. And it, it just wasn't, it wasn't happening. So there was that. And then also love, like not love, but like just dating and stuff and took a break from dating, decided to go to, you know, try it again. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about all of this again in the second sex and dating episode, which yo, that's that episode is still getting listens. Like I'm so happy because there was one night I like woke up and I was like, let me just check and see like what's happening on Shay Saturdays. Let me see if, you know, enough people have listened um, to the past episodes. And so I always go back all the way to the first episode, which is gratitude. And that has gotten a lot more um, views. Wow. A lot more um, listens and romance has gotten more listens but there was one morning i woke up and the sex and dating episode fucking doubled like listen um that's amazing like i love you guys for doing that i have listeners in spain um there were listeners in germany um there were listeners in i think italy and then some in brazil so that like that makes me feel hype And then I had someone recognize my voice in public here uh, who knew, like, Shay Saturdays and asked me if I was the host. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Hey. (laughs) So it was, like, awkward, but it was really, like, amazing as well. So, but, yeah, I'm going to get back to that, all that dating stuff when I record that episode. But just briefly, I did feel defeated in that, too, like... I felt defeated in dating. I felt defeated in romance. And I felt like I wasn't exactly sure where to go. Um, I also felt like I was, for the first time and probably ever, I was being vulnerable and being open. And it wasn't... I don't think I didn't get the answer that I thought I was going to get or I didn't get the answer that I wanted. And of course, I felt fucking defeated by that, too, because I just it takes me a lot to be vulnerable. And of course, now that I'm doing Shea Saturdays and now that I'm writing more and now that I'm going to be producing content for Black Girl Tea, I don't have a choice but to be transparent and that's kind of how I wanted to set myself up to be because if I just had to do it on like without any of this I feel like I would not have done it I would not be so forward with people I wouldn't be so like just I just wouldn't be so straight up like I'm a straight up person but sometimes like I do hide my feelings a little bit uh do hold back certain things because I don't want to be hurt and like sometimes when my ego is bruised like you will get chopped like I just kind of over it and I'm just like whatever so I'm glad that I'm doing this I'm glad that a lot of that um this stuff is coming up and is allowing me to be more vulnerable but there's a price that comes with being vulnerable because you do risk having you know having someone not return that same amount of vulnerability to you And then in turn, it kind of makes you close off again. 
So that's what I was feeling that uh, June was actually super hard. And then it was like June into July. July was, well, is now for me has been okay. I feel like my I hit my rock bottom on July 1st, exactly on July 1st. And I was, it was hard. I was feeling it really bad. It was all the residual shit that was happening from June. And I I just didn't know what to do. I felt like there was no move. Like, I feel like I had hit a wall and it was nowhere for me to fucking go. And I never feel that way. I'm the kind of person who constantly has another mode of getting my shit done. And then for the first time, my mind, it kind of just clouds. It was like my, I was literally like, like that, okay, so Spongebob reference, of course. Like that episode when Spongebob's looking for this one thing, like, and every all the little Spongebob's in his head are having a fucking riot. That's how I felt. And it, like, was so bad that, like, my anxiety was up. My chest was, like, hurting and burning. And I just had this bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Um... I was feeling like something bad was going to happen or like, you know, checking on my mom, trying to make sure she's cool. Like it was a hot damn mess, but it took a week. So it was July 1st. So literally just last week, um, I felt like I hit my, my rock bottom. And I remember telling Quavo, Quavo's my best friend in case you guys haven't figured that out yet. I mentioned her a lot. Oh, I mentioned her in a friendship episode. You guys know, whatever. Um, I was talking to her and I was like, I'm at my lowest low. And that was so hard for me to say. And it hurt me that I like had to admit that. And even it was, I was telling my best friend and I still felt like shit. Like I still felt like, dang, I should never told, you know, like I shouldn't have said that. Um, but it was important that I did. So that was July 1st. I was like, I'm at my lowest low. Boom. That week goes on. And, you know, it was like minor inconveniences. Like, I don't know. Like, just little stuff that I was just feeling. And then my communication with people or my, like, talks with people um, wasn't helping. And then I was just like what the fuck does anyone even want for me you know like then you get to this point where you just want to be isolated and you know it's a whole thing like it's really a whole thing that can consume you and I was kind of just trying to roll with the punches for the most part I got back I started watching um I was watching the boondocks actually and just needed some laughs and I was eating good food. I was writing more. I was just spending time to myself and trying to navigate this. And for me, it actually worked. I'm not going to say it's going to work for everybody. If you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, I really do advise you to let somebody know. Like, anyone. Just, like, let, just try to let it out if you can. Um, just because that shit could weigh on you. And sometimes your thoughts can go a little wild. They could be a little wilder than you are 
like used to them being because some because stress can really consume you like all of you your body your mind your spirit everything so i'm rolling with the punches throughout the week i get a reading done from um yolanda and the cards are good for career finance look up you know they're looking up of course there's some bs in the love department because Honestly, my love life is kind of a mess. We'll get to that in the dating and sex episode part two. Um, But that gave me a little bit of hope as well. And then worked some kinks out in my life. And literally by Sunday, I just, I had this calm. So it was like Saturday night. I like really just felt this calm and it was really good. Um... I was no longer consumed by the fact that I had failed. I was no longer... Because that shit was weighing on me for... Like, if I had let it go into this week, it would have been a month. It would have been about... Actually, it was a month. It actually was a month. Because I found out um, everything regarding my last job on June 5th. And then I was done... Yeah, so basically it was about a month that I was like in a really bad state and then I had forced myself kind of like I wanted to but then that whole thing happened with me and I kind of didn't want to. So I forced myself to peel back some layers and expose some wounds regarding my dad's death um, and my feelings on Father's Day and then which opened up some wounds and opened up wounds and layers and layers of shit and life can really fucking hit you at once yo life can really like take you chew you up spit you out and then try to like flatten you out to make it seem like you're actually like you know you're okay but at the end of the day you're just a fucked up piece of paper like crumbled up story that's what you are um life could do that to you I'm very happy that um, I have a great support system with everything. So um, Quavo, of course, was very, very helpful. And Nye has been holding it down. Uh, Connor has been holding it down for me. Like, Justin was there talking about my job, inventing about my job. And he held it down So like... There are people who will be there for you. Um, And of course, I try not to be so venti in like doing the most because I do want them to have a chance to let me know what's happening with them. Or, you know, you don't want to pour so much of your shit on them that, you know, they start to feel like they're burdened. You know, you don't want them to. I don't want to be a burden to anyone. So, um to anyone who's held me down within this past month who has heard a little bit of a rant or has heard me um just not be myself for a full fucking month like I really love y'all like yeah I really love it I love you like I really love you like you've held it down for me and in my like hardest of times I don't I don't even know if these like people I've known because the only person I admitted it to was was um, 
Quavo. She was the only person I admitted to. Shout out to Cheese, too. I forget about her, but she's... Regardless, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad or anything. Like, she's always there as well. So, thanks for holding it down for me. Um, I no longer feel defeated. That's what I could say. I could, for now, I don't actually feel defeated anymore. But defeat is a bitch. And I think now that I have gone through it, the worst I've ever gone through it in my life, I can say, I don't want to say that shit. I was going to say it's going to pass, but like sometimes it doesn't pass. And like sometimes it doesn't pass in seven days like it passed for me. It took me seven days to get out of, like, a serious, serious, like, deep, 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 like, I'm really over this bullshit type of attitude. But sometimes it's not going to be that easy. It's not going to be that fast. Um, Sometimes you're not going to have as much of a support system. That shit fucking sucks, too. But I do think it's manageable. I do. Like, that week, like, when I'm thinking, I'm, like, thinking back on it and, like, just having these, like, I carry stress in my eyes. I learned how I carry stress in this, on all of this because I was, like, my eyes are hurting. Like, they were hurting so much. I was squinting so much. And, yo, yeah, my eyes are small already, you know, and they were just, like, hurting I couldn't I didn't want to keep my eyes open for too long I was constantly trying to like keep my eyes closed my eyelids were heavy and I didn't feel like I had to cry I just felt like you know because I don't mind like if I if I feel like I need to break down I need to cry it out I will do it but I didn't feel that it was literally just stress like taking over my body I felt like there was an actual person sitting on my shoulders and on my head and it was crazy. But I am super grateful that I got through it. And now I'm a little more open, a little more excited about my like my next phase in life and what's going to be happening next. And what's next for my journey through career. What's next for my journey through my health and um, my family relationships and my other relationships, romantic relationships, I feel more happy. And I think a lot of that is because I'm going home. And I never wanted to admit that first. I've always been like, I'll be happy wherever I am. It don't matter. I can make, you know, I'm a make something out of nothing kind of person. But there's a, there's just this feeling that I got when I realized I was going home that also put me in a really calm state so now I'm back to being a little more of course I got cut off by my alarm that was supposed to wake me up I shouldn't I was supposed to be taking a nap but I decided to record you see how much I love y'all um anyway I was wrapping up the defeat episode Basically, I do feel like that defeat, that deep um, emotion. I don't want to say deep depression, but like 
those deep feelings that I felt of feeling like a failure and feeling lost um, was kind of something that I needed, I guess. I'm trying to turn everything around and make it um, work for my narrative and make it positive for my narrative. And I honestly feel like had I not gone through what I went through with my job, I would have still been there. I would have been very comfortable. I would have just, you know, I would not be striving to better myself because that was a job that was very, it was calm. It was membership sales, social media marketing, you know, very calm stuff. It was something that was in my, in my career field. I have a very broad degree. So there are mad things I can do and be like, yeah, I'm using my degree. I'm getting the most out of it. Like, you know, and I was just comfortable. And so that comfort was actually detrimental to me. You know, like a lot of people are like, okay, you're comfortable at your job. What the fuck is your problem? But like, when you know that you have like a like a higher calling or you know that you're supposed to be doing something a little more challenging you know that you're supposed to be learning a little bit more you you know when you know certain things about yourself and of course when god or the universe wherever you worship or understand or allow to um guide your life when you know that they have a higher plan for you there's certain things you know you're like all right and you took it away got i got you you know like it wasn't for me i know whatever you're about to bring me is the next step and so i feel like that's where i am currently and it makes me very 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 happy um i will continue because the one thing that i i noticed during this whole period of feeling defeat and feeling failure was I was like I'm going back into my shell I'm going back into hermiting I'm not expressing my feelings to anyone I am not you know I'm not I'm not I'm not and that's not fair to me it's not about other people and that's what I'm learning it's not about how someone responds to you being vulnerable it's about you getting to the point that you have nothing to hide or you can be your most authentic self whether or not somebody wants to take that shit from you you know so I had to talk myself through that and it's not something that I fully have conquered I don't think anyone has fully conquered it yet um I don't think anyone really does well with rejection we, could, we all say we do, and there are some people who can take it a little bit better than others, but there is something about the feeling of being rejected that really fucks with you. And so, and I'm not just talking about romantic suitors, I'm talking about in any situation possible. If there's a sense of rejection, then you kind of feel, you feel thrown off. You're, you're like, okay, so, you know, at least for me, but I know everybody, no one really takes rejection that great it's not a fun feeling however i'm not gonna allow that to determine how i heal and determine how i become my most authentic self because me being my most authentic self has is more to do with me than anything it's not even about people thinking i'm a real i'm a real one or people thinking that I'm a fake one or people liking me or people not liking me. Honestly, like I 
I care. It's not that I don't. I don't care about that. Like I do want people to genuinely like me. But if you genuinely don't, that's cool too. You know, I just I talked about this before. Like you might like coffee and I'm a cup of green tea. Like it's it's totally cool. It's fine. So we're working on it. That's what we're doing. We're working on it. We're gonna get there. And I love that I've taken the. Um, steps or I've taken that initiative to heal myself I did the healing episode and I have sometimes I go back and listen to it no I'm not adding to my listens y'all but sometimes I have to go back and kind of listen to it and just for a little more clarity I have to listen to it again because I need to remind myself that I am on a journey and that Things are not always going to be peachy keen. Like, I think I said that right, right? Peachy keen, whatever. Correct me in the comments. I don't care, whatever. Um, People are, I don't know, I just, everything's not going to be so easy. It's just, it's not going to be what I write down and that be, you know, like, it's not going to be it. There's going to be some struggles, trials. People are going to test you. And that's, that's what it is. And it's just about us rolling with the punches. And for me personally, I hope my punches are hard as fuck. I hope they knock me the fuck out. I hope they beat me down, tear me down. Because I am really striving to be the best woman that I can possibly be. For myself. For myself, for future children. I'm almost 25 let's not talk about that but in about like realistically five to ten years like I will be having a kid or something or something like what else can come out but anyway (laughs) um realistically I I want to um be starting a family in five to ten years so you know these are things that I I think about they're not at the forefront of my brain but I am at the forefront of my brain and I am going to have to be here and navigate motherhood and navigate marriage and navigate career marriage and motherhood and navigate career marriage and motherhood and friendship and sisterhood and auntiehood and great auntie. You know what I mean? So none of those hoods exist or none of those hoods can successfully exist without me being the best woman that I could possibly be in this life so I I want those punches to be hard as fuck knock me down fuck me up right now like do your worst to me because I now know that I can't be defeated and that it don't matter what I go through like I'm gonna get through that shit So yeah, that's it. Um, again, if you've listened past the first segment and then like somehow stumbled into this, bless you, because I I was chatting. I don't even know. I think I don't even know how much how long the first segment is. I haven't looked back yet. But as always, the next episode, I think I want to talk about. I've been thinking about what I'm gonna do. I do have to do the growth episode with nye and with cheese you guys haven't heard from cheese in a while she was on the sex and dating um 
episode and she was on the healing episode and i want to invite her back there's certain like even in radio like there were certain people i love to have on my show and then there were some people that i was like nah you're just gonna talk too fucking much i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna bring you on so um yeah we want to get that together we actually have to sit down and talk about it and figure it out before we do it because if I record by myself, I can wing it, you know, like I don't have to have anything written down too much. I know exactly what I want to say on a topic. But if I'm inviting others, I need to get my shit together. But also, I wrote a piece on this was on June 23rd because I was still going through it and still trying to understand shit. And so I wrote a piece called when I think of love and so I may I may share that piece like I may just read off the piece that I have and then you know I mean it hasn't been edited so I may read it and then explain some stuff and then just talk about my piece and talk about highlights of love in my life from all beings this was it was actually a really cool piece not to toot my own horn but it was a really nice piece so i kind of want to talk about that but i think um for sure the next episode if it's not dating and sex which me and nai are going to do together um we're going to do the dating and sex episode together so if it's not that then i may do an episode on vulnerability and then save love like that that piece I have on love and talk about love and soulmates because I kind of want to talk about that too I I do think we need to um have a conversation about soulmates and whether or not that shit is real whether or not you can have one soulmate or 20 soulmates uh want to talk about it I need to start plugging my handles on stuff so I'm on twitter uh dj shay underscore again I think I might change it I always get tagged and mentioned on twitter i'm like oh who's talking about me you know i'm always happy i'm getting like 10 notifications that you know someone mentioned me and then i go on and it's for a fucking college party like you know somebody tagging a dj shay in like baltimore so i may just give her or sell her (laughs) sell her if i can my handle and make my new handle um shay saturdays or just shay uh yeah, I'm going to figure that out. So for right now, it's DJ Shay underscore. And then my Instagram is Shay's Life in Picks. So it's S-H-A-Y-S, Life in, and then P-I-C-S. You guys can hit me there. And we can talk about it. I'm going to post this. We could talk about all this. Somebody just hit me up on Twitter and said, sorry for the confusion. <laughs> it's Okay. It always happens to me. I'm used to it now. And so, yeah, hit me up on the social medias. Comment on this episode. Let me know what episodes you want me to add or what you want me to talk about. Because I can talk and talk, but I, I like a guided convo, too. So, yeah, if you've listened this far, peace, love, positivity, and money for all of y'all. Um, And I'm asking your God, your universe, your ancestors, everyone, anyone who you feel is helping you through this hard path of life, 
I'm asking them for your continuous growth. All right. Peace.